0: hey y'all welcome to any where love is the foundation of life with thyself my name is Shani Wasikoff and today is a blessing saying that or giving gratitude for being here for another friday to me personally never gets repetitive i'm truthfully thankful because thinking about the challenge I withstand every single moment of moments, of hours, of days, of months, of this year. To be here is an actual miracle because I know that it could have been any other way. But God keeps his promises and all things have working out for my good and they will continue to. And so I thank God for that. A lot of the any episodes lately, which I thank God that we've changed the synopsis for any in the blurb. I'm very thankful because a lot of these revelations are here for me to share them with you and to back them with scripture, but also with other people's perspectives and my perspective. And also just thank God for allowing me to receive more revelations from my own revelation. And also you all receive revelations and answers and confirmation. And this topic is one that I think about but doesn't really come often, but it's in my day-to-day life and I'm still trying to break off old habits, especially as we're veering into a new year. But again, it's always going to be a work in progress. Today's commutative topic is fixations. Now, to begin with, let's just get the definition of this word. The definition of fixation, when we look back, it really began as to gaze upon and fixate is the root for fixation. So when we think about it, depending on the context, fixations can mean many different things. And what we're here to talk about today is the fixation that is a synonym for the word obsessive, but usually that subconscious obsessiveness that we don't even know we have because we can be fixated on something for instance when we're in class and a teacher asks us to fix your eyes on your own paper make sure you're fixated on your own paper because if you were to look at someone else's you would fail the test and so in that context it's not what we're gonna be referencing in this episode today when we have fixations it's very rare that we realize we have them and so I really got this revelation on November 1st because this entire year, I at the beginning of the year, January 1st, I promised God that I would pray to him first thing every single morning and I kept that promise. As time went on, I added something to that and I said, I won't talk until I pray first thing in the morning. And so I would write to him every single morning and then when the time came for me to change it up, I would not talk until I wrote to him every single morning. and. Mind you, I don't live in a house by myself, I live in a home with my family, meaning that I have people coming around me in the morning, I have questions being asked, um, places to go and things of that nature, and so a lot of sacrifices came with that decision, but I was firm in it because I wanted to give God the first of my everything, and a mental or verbal prayer was not enough I had to write to Him. Come November 1st. I'm woken up out of my sleep at about six thirty 30 but my mother and she's telling me to get ready for an appointment mind you I can't speak so every single form of communication on my behalf is mm-hmm, 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 is that and she's verbally speaking like I don't know what you're saying or I'm signing to her in sign language and so It's a very difficult conversation when you barely understand what the other person is saying. It's early morning, we both have places to go. It's a lot going on, but I'm not speaking because I'm standing firm in that and it's been a habit. And we all know that when it's been a practice for so long, once something messes it up or it's not the same pattern or it's a slight change, you realize it. When you blink, you blink constantly on a certain beat. You don't realize it, but you do. And when you become conscious of that and you choose to stop blinking, Your body feels that, your eyes begin to water. It's a cause and effect, okay? And you feel each and every effect of the cause, which is the conscious decision to stop blinking. And so in this situation, I'm contemplating a lot of things because I have an appointment for my braces, but I'm not going to be able to talk to the people that's going to be doing my teeth, so I'm going to have to ignore them. And it's just a lot going through my mind, but I decided to get up for the appointment anyway, even though I thought it was November 4th. So I get downstairs, I'm trying to talk to my sister. She realizes that, you know, I'm not speaking because I don't speak until I pray and all that. We get in the car, we're driving, a song comes on that I really like. I want to sing it. It's a gospel song, but I don't sing it because I'm not talking yet. And so I'm like, okay, and mind you, I'm doing this for God. This is dedicated to him. And so I'm fine with not doing this. It is a sacrifice. Sacrifice is, but I'm okay with that because I have committed to it. Okay. And so I'm just constantly making decisions that show my commitment for it and prove it. And so I don't sing the song, I drop everybody off at school, I come back to eat something, brush my teeth, and get ready for my appointment. It's about 8.30 right now, and I believe my appointment is at 12 o'clock. So another thing that I don't do is I don't get on my phone because I pray first thing in the morning. If I get on my phone, that's what I'm doing first thing in the morning, and I want God to get my attention first thing in the morning, not my phone. And so with that being said, I think my appointment is at 12 o'clock, so I can't text my mother and ask her, right? I can't ask her what time my appointment is, I just have to go with it, but I'm hesitant about it. And so I chose to text her, but I didn't feel guilty about it. I'm like, okay, I'm about to text her. I'm a little hesitant, not in the choice, but just in the change of habit, the change of scenery. Because this is the first day that it's like, oh, okay, we're not doing this anymore, girl. And so I text her, and she tells me our appointment is actually at 1030. So I have about two hours. Actually, I only have 30 minutes because I want to leave at 9 o'clock to beat traffic and to make sure I get there on time because it takes me a little longer to get there. So I realize, thank you, Jesus, for allowing me to be able to text her because if I were to not text her and just keep holding on to the I'm not going to speak or I'm not going to be on my phone until I pray and write down a prayer because I know that I want to sit down and give him my undivided attention. And this morning, it was just back to back to back to back to back. So I'm like, okay. Thank you for allowing me to be able to text her. Okay, so I'm driving to the place. I end up getting there exactly at 10.30, and I sit down. And as I'm thinking, I'm contemplating a lot of things because I'm still not speaking. Hours have went by, and I still have decided not to speak because I have not prayed yet. And then I sit in the chair after they call me back to prepare my teeth, and I just decide right there. I look to the lady, and I'm like, what joy have you taken from the month of October? Because mind you, it's November 1st. Now I'm talking, so I'm talking to them. Mind you, I still haven't prayed yet, so it's just like, okay, being open to change, but also being questionable that this is the right type of change. That day, man, thank you, Jesus. That day, I don't end up writing a prayer down until like 1150-something, almost going over into the next day, and that is the longest prayer I have ever written in one of my prayer chats with God and in it I'm just realizing that God set me so straight and the reason why he used that to show me my fixation is because that is where my head was at if there was anything because it was such a habit if there was anything that changed about that situation I would realize it because I was so in tune with it And what got me the most is that he chose that because I dedicated that to him. By no means did I mean to have that blind me. I just wanted to give him my all, to give him the first in my everything. And so I chose that way, not realizing that I suppressed a lot of value for other things because of that. I realized that in that journey, I lost sight of how valuable praying mentally and praying verbally is and can be. When it says, Draw nigh to God and He shall draw nigh to you, it doesn't say, Draw nigh to God by writing and then He shall draw nigh to you. It says, Draw nigh to God, meaning that there are many ways to draw nigh to God for different people. And there are many ways for just one person to draw nigh to God. Yet, I got in my mind very early in the year that if I did not write to God, the prayer didn't count. I had times, even in June, July, August, September, October, that I had desires in my heart and I was praying for them out loud, but it just wasn't giving me the same oomph that writing them down would, and so I just disregarded mentally praying and verbally praying. And as I'm writing this prayer, I realized throughout the month of October, God answered so many prayers and so many acts that I would say in my head and I would say out loud to Him. But that I almost forgot about because they didn't hold any value, I didn't appreciate them, I barely acknowledged them, so I forgot them, and so he used that to show me you don't have to you don't have to do this. He was telling me that I didn't have to do that, and it wasn't that it was a bad thing to do, but through that good thing, there were so many things that was trickled down with it, I lost sight of prayer and prayer can be in many forms not just writing that was the only form that had value to me that had worth that i appreciated and so that was incorrect that was wrong and that was a fixation of mine i was fixated on that okay i was subconsciously obsessed with this what is the definition for to preoccupy the mind of someone excessively okay to have the mind excessively preoccupied with a single emotion or topic preoccupied excessively preoccupied I mean we have daily habits that we like to do but we are so caught up in those that we don't realize the consequences we don't realize the effect we don't realize because we're doing this we're losing sight of this and so sometimes we're making decisions it takes a little more than just yes sometimes it takes I'm gonna get back to you sometimes it takes change and what's funny is that God chose to show me that on November 1st he gave me the last two months of 2022 to change completely from the entirety of the other 10 months he allowed me to do that for 10 months 10 months so I could really understand what he was saying to me if he would have told me on January 1st I would have been like okay sure But it meant so much to me, which is why the revelation meant so much to me, because it was something I dedicated to him. So for him to be like Shani Wasikoff, it's time to put this ritual to rest. Got me, because I'm like, this ain't just, you know I'm saying, a hobby, this is for you. And him telling me that I've been praying this entire time. When I wake up in the morning that I pray to him mentally every single day, verbally every single day. I give him my voice every single day. But... It had no value. And so I lost sight of that. Prayer is the greatest tool, the greatest skill, the greatest weapon. But I lost sight of that because if I did not have a pen and paper, I couldn't pray to him. And that is not the truth. And so that was a fixation of mine. But I did not know that. I was so subconsciously, again, preoccupied with the idea that this was my reality, that this is what I had to do, that there was no reason for me to look for a way out there was no reason for me to say you know what I'm saying maybe it's time to change because there was no changing this was a commitment and I'm going to continue doing it you understand what I'm saying and so put yourself in my shoes but not in my shoes in your own shoes in your own scenario but see the similarities see how we can be in situations sometimes and not even realize that we are so fixated because when you're preoccupied, you're preoccupied. So you're preoccupied before you can do anything else. Your brain is already occupied with this thing. So if anything else comes up, it holds no value to what you're preoccupied with. It cannot compare. Same thing with me praying in the morning. If my mother were coming here and try to talk to me, she does not compare to me trying to pray right now. Okay, because I have already committed myself pre this situation and so seeing that it, it, it is it gets me because not even me doing it for 10 months but i was doing it for god and god told me to stop it and so realizing that that was something that again it, it, through those prayers i was able to declare my days and things like that but i lost sight of a lot of things through that there were so there was beauty in that okay and, and, and I take away the beauty, but I also take away the lessons as well, because it's beauty in the lessons, too. And so when we talk about fixations, I want us to realize that there th- there are things in our lives that we don't give a lot of thought to, right? That you do on a daily basis. Let's make sure these things are beneficial and, and, and that because we're doing this, we're not losing sight of this. Okay, a lot of times, again, it's not the norm to take a pause and answer question to take a pause and then make a decision It's you answer this or how are they good not how's your day may I think about my day for a moment you know what I'm saying it's not even over but it's a lot that has happened let me give you an honest answer no good how you doing you know it's a habit to just go back and forth we don't have we don't give time because we, we, we don't think we have time to give ourselves to answer this question we're preoccupied with the notion of our habits and so I was talking to my brother one day and I was like in life, we are always looking for yellow, but God has purple for us. Yet, we're living in a world of black and white, and the only color I can see is yellow, because I'm fixated on that yellow. Same thing with me praying. Me praying is yellow. My mom coming in is purple. God has put it on her heart to bless me right now, yet she black and white. I can't see her in my world, because the only color that I blooms is yellow. And that is what I'm looking at right now is my prayer. So if I know that I found my yellow, there is no need for me to look anywhere else. If I have already found my yellow, there's no need for me to look anywhere else. There is no need for me to look for a purple. There is no need for me to even see a purple. I have found my yellow. I have found what I believe is my destiny. And this reminds me of a verse, Proverbs 16, verse 1 and 2. Thanks to my brother Ben for sharing this chapter with me because it's such a blessing so let me share this with you this is the nlt version proverbs 16 1 verse 2. we can make our own plans but the lord gives the right answer people may be pure in their own eyes but the lord examines their motives people may be pure in their own eyes but the lord examines their own motives sometimes when making decisions it takes Courage actually and, and we have to put in the effort to step out of our own eyes and to change our perspectives Because so often or not we ask God for things but realize He can see everything so when something might not go our way We ask him for a lollipop, but he realized what went into that lollipop, how it was made, how it got delivered to your doorstep. He see all of that. We ask him for this little thing, but God sees it all. We have to remember that. And so when we say that it might be right in our own eyes, we have to remember that it ain't always right because our whatever out of 20 vision you got is seeing it as right. And so when we speak about fixations, it reminds me of our episode, Surviving, Living. It reminds me of like making it too, but... But not as in goals or anything, but this is going to be, okay? This is what it's going to be for me. I am going to be this. And yes, we, we, we have these notions. For instance, I'm going to be an actor, okay? But with being an actor comes many, many, many different roles, okay? Many different roles, it's because you find yourself, you find your type, okay? You find what speaks to you, what's true to you, what, 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 what you don't agree with, that, that you're able to build up your repertoire, okay? But with being an actor, that is not built up by you just being like, I'm going to be an actor, so I'm going to take everything. Because you won't experience, you won't enjoy the journey, and you won't truly learn the ethics and, and, and the way an actor moves and the way you, you move as an actor. If you live through, you will. But when we're fixated on, I want to become an actor, we do whatever we gotta to do to become an actor. And sometimes everything you gotta do is not what you should be doing, which is why God examined our motives even when we think it might be pure in our eyes and it's the most decadent thing on this earth. Fixation is a, is a full topic because we don't know that we're fixated on things sometimes. When you get in relationships, we have this idea that get married, have a beautiful relationship, but to get beauty, you have to work. To keep the beauty, you have to work. It's work. But we just want the beauty. You see, when I'm, it's, it's a fixation, and so when our fixations ain't met, too, we have to realize that it ain't just fixations like me praying in the morning. When that isn't met, when something interrupts that, the world finna end. The world finna end. I'm obsessed with this. And when this obsession turns dim, the light switch is gone. Something messed up. I'm throwing a fit. It's a problem. And so we have to realize that we have to make sure that our intentions, the way we move, the choices that we are making are genuine and that we are actually we we, we don't know all the possible outcomes, but that we are being cognizant of the choices that we are making and that we are not settling. Okay, because sometimes you could be settling and not even know it, but Go out and choose, but be cognizant of what you have learned. Just as I'm telling myself, I'm not going to be doing what I did in the past again because I know how my brain focuses in and fixates on a certain thing if I do it too long. It becomes a habit and so i'm taking that with me to make other choices i will make mistakes again and they might last 10 months again they might last 10 years they might last 10 seconds i don't know how long they're going to last and i'm not saying after this episode you won't make any more mistakes or i'm not saying live your life like a robot i'm saying go out and live but with the lessons that you learned use them with the topics that you listen to use those revelations use those answers use that confirmation use it to your advantage if God were to tell me that it's time to put this to rest, he didn't tell me that it wasn't assisting me. There was so much I got from praying in the morning first thing that I got from declaring my day and saying what the day was going to be, you know, and putting that firm. And so I always have them to come back to if that day, you know what I'm saying? Cause, because it was challenging or whatever. If, if I were to just be like, OK, cool. Like, I love your point of view, King, but um, I'm going to go pray no more and not speak. The lesson, what what, what would that have done for Shani Wasikha? What I have done for me? And so when we speak about fixations, realize sometimes people be in them and not even know it. If you think this is right for you, if you think dating this person is right for you, no matter what they're doing, no matter what they put in their hands, why should you be looking for an exit? There is no reason for you to look for a way out. If this if this way is the only way for you. If you know this is your destiny, there is no reason to find an escape because you know that you should be here right now. But that is not always the case. And so even when we have these ideals for ourselves, being open to them changing, being open to them changing. When we talk about fixations, it's not just talking about fixations, but it's talking about sometimes we're going to have them, okay? They're going to come. But making sure that your heart posture, you're sitting up straight, but your arm is open. You're open. You're ready. You're willing to change. You're open to change. You're ready for change. Knowing that whatever destiny you got for yourself might not be the destiny that was meant for you. Knowing that that destiny can change. You have your desires. You have your choice that you're going to make. You got your mistakes. But realizing that in anything, it can change. And don't be mad when it changes, okay? The world's not going to end. It's going to get better because all things work together for the good of him who loved God and who are calling and calling to his purpose. When we have fixations, okay, we don't realize that we fixated on it. It just, it we're we just in it, we're just doing it. It's just become a habit, just just as much as blinking has. And so it's not something that we're like, this, is not, this might not be giving me, or I'm losing sight of this because of this, we're in it. And so no matter what your life has been looking like, no matter how long you've been doing this thing, realize that it can change and be open to it changing. Don't try to stop the change, life is about changing. Don't settle. Don't conform. Don't confine yourself to this one particular career path. Things change. You change as a person. Be open to that changing. Go follow your dreams. Go get that degree. Go start that business. Go open that restaurant. Go put out that album. Go do that. But realize that those things can change. But don't be fixated on this is your route. This is your way. Realize that it can change and for some and for the majority it will change and that is all right but when we talk about fixations there is not one path for you to go down there are many and sometimes you're gonna pick the one that is not meant for you but it's because you pick that that you're going to be strong enough for the one that is don't be too hard on yourself make the choices live your life make mistakes as we look back on 2022 it's been a hard year, it's been challenging, but it's because our hearts were in the right place that so we could smile, that we made choices that led us to be who we are today. And so with thinking on that, make sure that you are open to it all. You're open to it all. Because if you close one door, that might be the door you're meant to go through. So often than not, we cut stuff off. Oh, no, you know what I'm saying? That, 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 that ain't meant for me. You do not know that. Stop closing doors. Stop closing doors. You can walk away from it, but you don't got to close it. God going to take care of that. God going to take care of that. God is a doorman, not you. Realize that life changes. Don't be fixated on this is how your life's supposed to be. I'm supposed to get a green house, with blue, it changes. Because when we have these fixations for ourselves, it's like we're doing ourselves a disservice if we change our mind, if we like something different, you know? As children, as adults, as teenagers, as whoever, it, 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 it in a way hurts really bad. And sometimes we trick ourselves and, we, and manipulate ourselves into not ever changing. This was my favorite movie back then, so it has to remain my favorite movie forever. But now I like this movie more than I like that one. But I can't change it because that's supposed to be my favorite. No, change happens. Be open to that. Be willing to let go of whatever thought was for you. Be willing to let go of whatever you thought was for you and don't be stingy with it. Don't be willing to let go in this area, but not in this area. Uh-uh, baby. Because your life is your life in all areas, okay? So you be stingy in one area, you you still got a lot of other areas. And it takes work. I'm not saying it's going to be like that. But work towards it every day you live. And so when we talk about fixations, we're just saying be open. And acknowledge that, that, that you're fixated on it because that's how you grow from it. But again, it's not one way for life. It's not one thing in life. And again, like we said, so often than not, we manipulate ourselves into remaining stagnant, into staying stagnant and in residing in this stagnant stage because we can't change. This is how my life is going to be. Okay? This is who I'm supposed to be with no matter how they treated me. Okay? This is the house I'm supposed to live in no matter how many times it done flooded. This is the car I want. Blah, 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 blah. And this is what I'm going to get. This is the life I'm going to have. You're planning out 15 years in advance, but even right now, you, you, you're you changing. And those things you just plan are changing, but you don't allow it to change because you expect it to be this exact way. There is no exact way in life. There is a way. There are ways. Make a choice to take a way. Make a choice to take some ways, but be willing and know that those ways can change, that those passions can change, that those Desires of yours can change that you can have once in your future, but you do not know how your future looks. Be open to change as this year comes to a close and as a new one opens. Be open to it and realize that change is beautiful. It's because you've changed over this year that you're stronger than ever, that you're more beautiful than the inside. You're beautiful on the outside too. Stop playing with me. But it's because of change that we're here right now. Our days bring constant new change, and we're here because of it. Be open to change. You're you're gonna have mistakes in your life. There are gonna come fixations, but as long as we have the understanding that anything can change at any moment, those fixations will become easier to break out of and we will be able to discern when it's time for us to break out of something or when this something is one that I need to break out of. Because as long as we know what's right, when we step into wrong, we're going to know that that is wrong. And sometimes it takes longer in situations, sometimes it does not, but with that understanding, you're able to ground yourself. So no matter what comes your way, you're able to snap out of whatever is, is trapping your eyes in this fixation and go back to what you know, the truth. And sometimes that's very difficult because we have created multiple truths. But as long as you're open to change, you're going to be able to change your life. I love y'all. I do. And this episode, I thank God for it because I'm like, Jesus, how are we going to talk about fixations? It's like crazy. But again, I just lived through this episode and God truly spoke and I saw that and I hear him and I'm gonna and I'm gonna listen to this many times and I just thank God for the ability to speak and be a vessel and be open. I love y'all so much. If y'all would like to chat with us on Instagram you all can follow us at I-N-N-I-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. You can DM us, sign up on a story, or comment under one of our posts. Either way we love hearing from y'all. And man, life has been a blast, a challenging blast. Thank you Jesus, because you have blasted me to a renewed and cleansed mind, body, soul, and spirit. I love y'all so much, and I will be speaking with you all very soon. Until then, Shani Roshokov says, ladies.